And the goal is to take some of those chips off the table every single year and be disciplined enough to go say, okay, I'm gonna take enough chips off the table from my active income to go start building my passive income portfolio. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm with my main man, Dave Savolich, for our Whiskey Wednesday episodes. These are kind of short, sweet, to the point episodes. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in our world. We're going to talk about a trending topic that Dave always has uh, prepared us for, and then some emailed in questions. So those of you that are listening, always remember that every single week we take some questions that you guys send in, you guys submit, and we're going to go ahead and answer them for you. So if you have questions, make sure you send them into support at vodacy.com or hit us up on a DM or even in the comments on any of the social platforms you're finding us on. We'll make sure that we answer those questions for you on these episodes. So Dave, we're going to, we're going to dive in today. What do we we have on the agenda today? Hey, it's good to be with you again, buddy. Hey, you too, man. You know, all right. So um, the, the question I'm kind of wondering and people around the office is like, when are you going to move into your new home? I mean, we've been talking about this for <laughs> yeah, we've for been a ta- bit. We've been talking for a and, minute. And uh, I don't that. even know where you're, I don't, I don't, even, know, I don't even know where you're sleeping. Said. I don't yeah. even know where you're at. Oh yeah, I'm still, I'm still in the old house. <laughs> I mean, I know we, you bought the new house. Yeah, and, uh, about a month and a half ago yeah, we bought it. And it uh, seems like it's a topic of discussion most every day, but tell, every tell day. us what's going on. Tell yeah, us what's going we're, on there. We're, we're knee deep into a remodel. <laughs> it was supposed to be a uh, carpet and paint remodel, as you know. Yeah. And then one thing leads to another, and before I know it, we've got pretty much a gut job, and we're we're trying to put it back together. <laughs> and so we're hoping by Thanksgiving that we're going to get in. And so right. we're, we're we're hitting this one up, uh, recording this first week in November. So we're we're a couple weeks out, and we're hoping we're going to get in. So, soon. so we'll stop talking about it yeah. we're over there every day and yeah. watching, you know, dealing with contractors. But it'll be it'll be exciting to finally get in. So the question is, will you try to squeeze in and get in there? To have Thanksgiving there, or you're yeah. gonna stay in the old house, have Thanksgiving there. Yeah, before. Well, well, luckily my mom's hosting. Oh, okay. So All I, right, we're so, off the hook. So it doesn't. So you really, don't. It really doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't you can really matter. get in. Well, it's yeah. gonna be amazing. I've I've obviously seen it and yeah. uh, excited for it. But you know that that's kind of kind of par for the course a lot of times oh, when man, you we talk about start that. going like down that road. It's uh, making sure everything's right, and you know you're investing money into this property from a remodel perspective yeah. you want it done right and you don't want to rush it and you want to yeah. make sure it's done perfect so and we're going to uh we're keeping the house we're in so we weren't in a rush to get out so we're yeah. going we're to keep it as either a midterm or possibly a short-term rental we're looking at both options my hoa is a little kind of on the fence of whether yeah. we can do short-term if not we're going to do furnished midterm rental in, in the area it works well so we haven't been in a rush to get out we thought we'd be in in, in about two weeks and it's about you know, we're a month and a half in. It's going to yeah. be a full two months before we, yeah. uh, since we bought it to when we'll move in. But that is what it is, right? Yeah. It's uh, kind of first world problems like yeah. we talk about, right? It's not, uh, well, can't, can't, there's a lot more things to complain about than that. But I don't miss an opportunity to complain to you guys. So I appreciate <laughs> Exactly. We know. We. I feel like I'm knee deep in the remodel too. So <laughs> <Right>. anyways, <laughs> well, good. Well, let's talk about a trending topic. So um, one of the things that's come up a little bit online and and actually Forbes came out and and listed a few topics in short-term rentals specifically in the one of them was increased use of technology in short-term rentals. That means property management technology, booking technology, smart home technology, you know, a lot of this goes into the ease of use for the owner, the property manager, the guest, everybody in there. So I think that's super important that the people that are in this game should realize that that's going to be something they're going to have to continue to upgrade and do over yeah. time because that's that's important for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And there's two sides of that coin. And I'll talk a little bit about both of them. But really what that is showing us is as an industry, we're growing up. 
right? We're maturing as an industry. There's a lot of venture capital money coming mm -hmm. in, especially on the technology side. A lot of investors coming in and building products for short-term rental operators, right. right? And like you said, it's from start to finish. It's on the, it's, it's booking platforms. It's being able to monitor your homes platforms, like being able to guest check-ins, check-outs, everything in between um, when it comes to monitoring, ease of use right. for check-ins and check-outs, direct bookings, all these different things. There's all this technology that's coming out. And it's really just flooded onto the market because over the last, we were talking about a statistic yesterday, we saw that 54% of the inventory on Airbnb has come in the last, since 2020. Yep. So it's more yep. than doubled in three years. And yeah. because of that, because of the popularity growth and because short-term rentals are now a mainstream asset class, you have a lot of investors saying, hey, this is an industry that we need to service. Mm -hmm. As a host or as an operator and as an investor, you have to pay attention to what's going on. Now, the problem that can become is we get shiny object, object syndrome. We think, okay, well now this is the next best thing I should use. Right. Oh, now another booking platform's right. out here. I don't believe you should be jumping between every single thing. We have a number of our members. I don't manage any of my own properties. And, th and this kind of goes to one of the reasons, but it, we have members who we who are in our mastermind who manage their own properties and we support them. We show them how to maximize properties. We do all this stuff. They have this little network in there and they talk about the good and the bad and the ugly of, of managing right. their own properties. Well, right. one of the things they talk about is the software stack that they use. Mm -hmm. Well, some of these software stacks are, you know, 50, 50 software deals, you know, right. on top of one another. And I, right. I think that's too much, yeah. right? So yep. you don't have to have access to everything. You don't right. have to put all of that in place. I've been fairly old school, right? right. Whatever and helps keeping me. it simple. Cause sometimes it yes. gets overwhelming and they're like, should I use this? Yeah. And I use this for this and this for this. And then it gets so overwhelming that and, you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, I don't even have to, how to manage it. And when you start to stack tech, you know, all these different tech products together, they don't all talk to each other very you know, right. great right. many times. Yep. And so all of yep. a sudden you think what's really streamlining your communication is really screwing it up. Yep. Not that that's the case, but you need to be aware of that yeah. as well yeah. because it can be this black hole that you start to go down. The most important indicator and byproduct of us get, seeing all these new software products, tech products coming out for our space into, you know, particularly is, hey, we're, we're recognized as a mainstream asset now. Right. We're recognized as an actual, right. as an actual market for those product, for those software tools. And so that's really exciting because that's what we've been saying. It's really grown up and we're the time of the professional host now. And a lot of these products do give you the ability. And what's nice is we have access, individual owners now have access to enterprise level software tools. Before it was available to the hospitality industry, yeah. if you were Hilton or Marriott right. and they could do it, but they had the, they were so expensive. It made no sense for an individual owner of a short-term rental to right. access it. It's right. not that, that a lot, right. all that stuff's new. What it is, is it's bringing all these enterprise level tools available to individual owner operators mm -hmm. and that's really exciting yeah. because now we can operate and it allows us to enhance the guest experience and i think right. that's the key when you're starting to stack tech products is does it actually enhance the guest experience does it right. actually help me make more money mm -hmm. all those different things if the answer is yes then look into it and check right. it out because it's right. exciting and it's not going to go away and we're going to continue to see more and more and better and better products that are going to help us optimize and maximize our assets i've been doing this since 2006 when my first, my very first little cabin that we bought, we didn't buy it as a short-term rental. We kind of fell into it being a short-term rental because of life events that happened to us. But back then I was booking it on 
Craigslist and a local classifieds right. and in the right. paper. If mm -hmm. you you know back when you could actually write a classified action mm -hmm. ad in the paper, yeah. Airbnb, Verbo, those things weren't even around yet. I've seen how technology has changed the game and made right. it more streamlined, and ultimately it helps investors make more money. But two. It really does help the guest experience where they get access and help with communication and check-ins, check-outs, mm -hmm. all that stuff where they don't have to worry about hiding a key under a rock like we used to have. Right. Right. right and so right. so it is exciting and it's uh, it's just a sign that we're growing up, we're yeah, maturing. Yeah. And it's fun. Well, and I think too, from a guest experience, once you're there at the property, I think there's some things that are super nice to have as well. Like when I stay at properties, I love if the thermostat is super easy to use. Right. Because temperature is very important to guests. They either like it really cold or they like it hot or they want to heat it up. They want to cool it down. So I stayed at a place just a couple weeks ago and the it was just a quick dial and it set and it was super easy, super awesome. So those type of things for from a technology standpoint are super important. Yeah. Having ice makers, having different things that people really, really like from a technology standpoint are super awesome. And I think if you're going to have those things, it's a great way to promote it on your website and on your link and on your listing and all that stuff so that people know, wow, this is pretty cool and, yeah. and I've got all these amenities and all these things in there, yeah. you know? And, and, so. and even to, to the one of the things that I thought about when you were mentioning like what you like when you check in, one of my favorite things that's available as an investor host to be able to offer, but also as a guest, because I love when I can have concierge services stock my fridge, right? You know, book different things for me. Yeah. Where logistically, an owner operator or your management partner, that was hard for them to do. They had to go shopping and they right. had to put the, the yeah. right stuff in the fridge. Yeah. They had to be able to communicate what you wanted. Mm -hmm. Now, there's software tools available that you, you plug in all with that. all of the door yep. dashes and the Walmart deliveries and the Amazon deliveries. I mean, you can plug all of those different marketplaces in to a concierge type of a service where me as the guest, I can go on and say, hey, Sean, we're excited to have you on Friday. Is there anything particular you'd like stocked in the fridge to be ready for you? Is there anything right. that you, you're looking to do? And these, these tools allow me to go check a bunch of boxes and have everything that I want at the property when I want it. And the property manager or the host, all they had to do was have that software tool in place. And then it goes to those marketplaces and make sure and things are delivered. They don't even logistically have yeah, to do it. Streamlined, so, seamless, pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. That, yeah. that that raises that guest experience significantly. Yeah. It lowers the workload for a property manager or a host that, that is, that's managing their own property to be able to logistically pull that off. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's awesome, right? Yeah. And so those are the types of tools right that are coming out that are just raising the bar for us yeah. in the short term. Rental. Making it easy. If it's hard, people don't want to do. If it's easy, they're like, wow, this was slick. This yeah. was awesome. I think technology is something everybody ought to consider and make sure that they Absolutely. keep, keep for front on their on their list of things to do and their strategies. So let's dive into a couple questions. Uh, okay. We got a couple uh, questions this week. Uh, first one is, do you think virtual tours will be a must in the future for short term rentals? The videos, the 360s, yeah. the virtual tours, the the drone footage, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to become a must in the in the near future. In our game, booking properties, you know, it's it has not really taken off like it has in a lot of under, mm -hmm. other industries. Part of that, I believe, is is be, because if you put together a subpar video, it's a lot harder to put together a really good video right. than it is to get some really good photos. Yeah. And so I think that the fact that most people aren't able to pull it off, like you mentioned, like things that are harder. You know, the effort required and the skill set required to do a really good property tour and not lose interest right. of the person watch, walking it through and, and watching it, then I think that that's where, because of that barrier of, of skill sets is, is a little bit higher to do that. I don't think that that's going to be something personally yeah. that we're going to see anytime soon. There's a lot of people who disagree with me on that. Yeah. I, I see photo shoots as... 
people are barely figuring out how to do professional photo shoots, let alone how to put together a really Video, great professional yeah. property tour. There's a lot of other industries that have that they do a really good job with it. You know, they hire videographers, they go out and do that stuff. I don't see this this in our space taking off anytime really, really soon. Yeah, now, yeah. can you get ahead of the curb and do that? If you have that skill set, yeah, I think it could be really cool. Most of the platforms actually don't even support video yet. Right, exactly. So That's a challenge. Airbnb, too. Verbo, those yeah. things, they don't, they're not even really supporting video yet. Mm -hmm. And until they do, you're, you're not even gonna see people right. really investing the time to try to figure it out. Yeah. Because most people don't do a good job on direct bookings, right? right. And so if you right. have your own direct booking website and you're doing a good job with that and you can raise the bar to video, absolutely something you should think about because it's gonna set you apart a little bit. Just like I say with lifestyle photos. You know, when I talk about doing lifestyle photos and you talk about other industries and they put people in the photos, right? It's like, if I am right. if I go look at a boat, I don't just see pictures of boats. I see right. pictures of people having a good on time, the lake, lifestyle. In the cabin. Yeah. yeah, they're, they're hang, hanging out. If we look at, you know, if Disneyland's selling the resort and that experience, they're not selling, they're not just showing you pictures right. of the roller coasters. Showing people there. <laughs> people are having fun, right? Yeah. We can do the same because we sell experiences. However, if you place people in your photos and you don't do it correctly and you don't know how to do it, you can really just hurt your list right. big time. Right. And so I think video is kind of the same thing. Yeah. And so it's an interesting question because is it something that's there today and that we should be thinking about? Probably, yeah. you know, but yeah. I do think that in our industry, most people are just still trying, they're just we'll figuring figure out, out the, the photos, right? And, yeah. and so, yeah. and we see that all the time. Most yeah. people don't even figure that out. It's one yeah. of the, it's one of the biggest lifts we can get in our listings in the areas that we compete in because we know how to do photos right and we do lifestyle photos we do that really really well most people they're still figuring that skill set out let alone trying to put together right. video i think once the otas decide this is something yeah. that they're going to really dive into i agree it's probably something people will really yeah. want to do because they'll want to compete with everybody else but until then it's it's kind of a, a you know maybe but but good to know and good to yeah and, keep and, on I, the and there's other people who are like hey you got to get ahead of the game and, and get ahead right. of the curve there and you got to figure out video and yeah. you know I, I don't you know my opinion is it's probably not going to take off as fast as we think yeah. it is you yeah. know figure out how to do like an Instagram worthy photo shoot right before you figure out video how to do the video yeah. and get the drones and people yeah. and stuff so yeah. yeah good okay all right last question should I quit my job and go full time in short term rentals or is this something that I should do on the side and get one property at a time? So do I dive all in and Who do I, Steve? Steve, um, it's a loaded question, first of all, and one that's hard to answer without knowing Steve's full right. background. Yeah, for sure. Generally speaking, I would say absolutely not. Right. You do don't go all in. Job. Don't quit no. your job. The way that we, the Get way that I time. talk about this, and the way that I like to build wealth through investing in real estate, because there's a lot of people that that say, "Hey, listen, this is I'm going to turn this into a side hustle, and I'm going to go manage properties." Really, the only way you're going to quit your job and create a side hustle right out of the gate is is just that you're going right. to go manage other people's properties. Yeah. You become the management person right. for other people's properties. It's really difficult to generate enough income to quit your job if you're not going to be doing this with multiple properties, right? right? One right, property is right. probably not going to allow you to quit your job yeah. because the property that's gonna allow you to quit your job took a lot of money to buy, so you probably make a lot of money anyways, and so yeah. it's hard to replace that income. Let's, right, say you make a, right. let's say you make 100 grand from a property. We have members that make 100 grand from their properties. Yeah. I have properties that make 100 grand. They don't- That's not gonna replace you, your financial I had income. to be able to buy the, the, yeah. that property that made the $100,000 right. too, right? right? And so I look at this, any type of investment strategy, specifically what we're doing as, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna have a goal to buy maybe one property a year for the next five years. Yeah. And then I'm gonna talk about having the option to quit my job because yeah. when you buy properties, 
you have to be lendable. You have to be have you have to have some money that you mm -hmm. can put into these properties. So we take some of our active income, and the goal is to take some of those chips off the table every single year and be disciplined enough to go say, okay, I'm going to take enough chips off the right. table from my active income to go start building my passive income portfolio. And it's just that you have to be building, going all in on something can still be a decision where you're not quitting your job. Right. Are you? Should yeah. you go all in and build this portfolio? I 100% believe you should. Yeah. I don't think there's a whole hell of a lot of people out there that you know investing in your 401k is gonna take care of what you need right. in retirement, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it, especially with what's going on right now. I think you have to create these second sources of income, but going all in doesn't always mean I'm quitting my job. Right. Because what we're doing is not a job replacement type of an activity until you build enough and stack enough yeah. assets yeah. that it gives you the option to quit your job. But you need that active income income in most cases. Most right. people need that active income to continue to build their portfolio, yeah. right? Yeah. To be able to get some money, pay the bills, take some chips off the table, continue to invest in my portfolio. Eventually, you're going to have the option to quit your job. And should you be thinking about that? Absolutely. But it's it's you want to set yourself up with Down the, the option. It's not right out of the gate, should I quit my job and go all in on this or should I should I do it kind of passively on the side? Right. One, you should you should go all in and decide to do it and go all in because it's going to, you're going to have some challenges. It's going to be hard at times right. and you're going to have to have the discipline to take enough money off the table and say no to things during the year. Let's say you make a hundred grand a year and you say, I'm going to take 25% of that income and I'm going to use it to build my portfolio. Well, you have to have the discipline to make sure that you get that 25 that. grand every year. Yeah. So yeah. you better be all in on the decision, right. but that doesn't necessarily mean quit your day job that's paying the bills. Yeah. And we're, and we're we always teach go in all, uh, go all in and, yeah. and make this a priority and dive right into that. But that doesn't mean quit your Job. So no. Steve, don't quit your job, but I love your analogy of let, let's buy one property every year for the next five years and then see what that passive income is and what that's doing from a lifestyle asset perspective and then decide you know what your strategy and your goal is. So Yeah, yeah and I it. promise you, Steve, if you do that, you're going to give yourself options and choices that you never thought you would have. Yeah. If you yeah. if you commit to that one property a year for the next five years and you figure out an asset class, of, which we love short-term rentals, the nice thing about that is while you have your day job and you need a vacation, exactly. you go use one of your properties, yeah. right? You got some personal use out of it. So your lifestyle increases every single time you buy yeah. a property as well as your financial goals. That's a, that's all we got for today. Good right. questions, good discussion. Appreciate it. Good episode, buddy. Good hey, job. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, you guys. Thank you for listening. As always, we know how valuable your time is and we appreciate you spending it with us. If you got any value out of this episode, you guys know I ask you two things at the end of every episode. And the first one is to like it, share it with somebody you think might get value as well. If you have more than 30 seconds, leave us a review on whatever platform you happen to be watching or listening to this on. Those things really do help us spread the word of what we're talking about with short-term rental investing. And number two, and the most important thing, is if you can pick one thing that you can do today, start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Cheers, brother. Cheers, buddy.